Father in heaven, we thank you for your goodness to us. Lord, what a privilege is ours to gather together inside in the warmth. Thank you, Father, for blessing us on this cold, wintry morning with the warmth of the fellowship of the saints, let alone this facility. What a blessing is ours. Thank you, Lord, for the coming of your Son. And Father, we pray that even this morning, your Holy Spirit would guide and direct our thoughts and control even our, our hearts and that which we are pondering. We might consider the coming of your Son as he obediently humbled himself, emptied himself, and came to earth in the form of man as a bondservant to be the Lamb of God and be our servant, our sacrifice on our behalf. Father, help us to remember these things in the coming days and weeks as we consider the Christmas season, that we might worship you properly. Open our hearts even this morning, we pray again in Jesus' name. Amen. So angels and shepherds, and for many of us, that will take us to the second chapter of Luke, where we hear about and read about the angels coming and announcing to the shepherds that Christ has come. But we need not forget that if you turn uh, to chapter 1 of Luke and verse 26 and following through verse 38, there was an angel who came and appeared to Mary first. Uh, that name of uh, that angel was Gabriel as he came to Nazareth and appeared to Mary and let her know uh, that you will be with child. The Holy Spirit will come upon you in verse 35. And this holy child shall be called the Son of God. Also telling her of her relative Elizabeth, who has conceived a son in her old age, and that son would be John the Baptist. So John and Christ being cousins. And nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord may be done to me according to your word. And Gabriel departed from her. And then later on, as she had been betrothed to Joseph, and he finds out, that she is pregnant, Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man, and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he considered this, an unnamed angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. You will name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. And this takes uh, place to fulfill the prophecies of old, which uh, subsequent openers, as we go through each week here, will look at the foretelling of Christ. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife. So angels have been part of the Christmas story even up until the time when they are announcing to the lowliest of the society, the shepherds, those who sleep out in the field, who smell like the outdoors, who smell like the sheep, who get no sleep because they're up all night uh, watching over their flock, working in the day, out in the sun. Skin is uh, for sure leathered and, and worn by the time being outside. Outcasts, really, of society. And that's who these angels come to announce to the great coming of Christ the Son. And so we come to Luke chapter 2 and verse 8. 
uh, in the same region of where Mary has given birth to uh, Christ in verse 7, wrapping him in cloths, laying him in a manger. And in verse 8, in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields, as they were to do, and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. They feared a great fear. Just put yourself in the position of a shepherd for just a moment. How many thousands of nights, if you're an older uh, shepherd, have you spent outside watching over your sheep and nothing happens, or some minor vermin comes up to harass your sheep, and suddenly an angel appears. And the glory of the Lord, which no man can withstand and falls before God in humiliation before him, planting his nose in the dirt, as appearing before these shepherds. Amazing to consider. It's not uh, too hard to uh, consider how truly they feared a great fear. And then verse 10 of Luke chapter 2 continues, The angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Don't worry, I'm not here to judge you. You're not about to lose your life. I am here to bring you good news. And that is what an angel is, right? That's another word used for angels in the New Testament. Uh, another way to translate that Greek word is messenger. There's a messenger to bring you great news, the greatest of news. Great news, good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. Not just for you, but for all the people. For today in the city of David, that is Bethlehem, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ, Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. The sign that you will know that I am telling you the truth. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger, just as we read previously in verse 7. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. What a great song to go from the beginning of his birth to his coming rule and reign on earth. And uh, that is what the angels had said to the, to, uh, the shepherds in the city of David, a Savior, Christ, Messiah, the Lord. We continue reading in verses 15 through 20 of Luke chapter 2. When the angels had gone away from the shepherds, back into heaven. The shepherds, they get together. Of course, can you imagine the conversation as they look across from hill to knob to rise to valley, wherever the uh, other shepherds are, look to each other, they come together and begin to have quite the conversation. Let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. Go. All right, let's be obedient right away. Let's go. So they came, and they did not mosey. They did not saunter. They did not swagger. They hurried. They hurried. They found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. Can you imagine as they come into town trying to find where is this home in which they're staying? Where 
Uh, how can we find this family? How can we find this baby? How many people did they wake up? How many people, you know, rapping on the door? Hey, do you got a newborn baby in here? Is he laid in a manger? Back in the back of the house where the other animals were brought in, you know, just like we have our garages on kind of on, under our homes or next to our homes. You know, their animals were brought in at night, you know, trying to find this baby. They probably woke up a good majority of the town, I would think, uh, to see who is having a baby. and Where is this child? So they came, they found Mary and Joseph, they did find Christ as he lay in the manger, and when they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. So we're sitting there in the middle of the field, and suddenly this angel shows up, and it was glory all around. And here's Mary and Joseph, who had previously had an angel come to them, to Joseph in his dream, to Mary as she was in the home, as we read uh, that the angel came in to Mary, to the home, and relayed this information. They're like, wow, the angels are at work. What a blessing that even the shepherds have heard all that we have been told, just confirming for them as parents. Can you imagine? Uh, for those of you who have been parents, first-time parents, the trepidation, some of the unknown as you're coming into having this child, and how's this all going to work out? And we've had a couple of angels show up, you know, for each of us, telling us what his name is going to be. Boy, that simplified it. No flipping through the baby book, trying to pick a name. And now the angels come to the shepherds and confirm for them once again, this is all according to the God's holy and awesome plan for them. All who heard these shepherds relay this story. Shepherds, maybe not necessarily the most eloquent or the most well-spoken of men in the world at the time, but they relayed all this information, and all who heard it were not dismayed and disgruntled. None of these guys can't even put two words together. No, they wondered. Their thoughts, their minds turned to their Lord to consider what has God done. They wondered at his work. They wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary, she's sitting back, treasuring all these things and rolling them over in her heart and mind, pondering these things in her heart, surely giving thanks as the Lord has blessed. And then these shepherds, they excuse themselves from the home. They go back. They glorify and praise God. So anybody whom they had woken heard them Christmas caroling on the way back out to the field, praising and glorifying God for all that they had heard and seen just as had been told them. Isn't it amazing when we take God's word, even as we have it today, written down and obey, even as the shepherds obey, the opportunity we have to glorify and praise God just the same.